What up, what up? We grooving, we grooving, man. Welcome to the Built on Hustle, man. It's your host, Dino. I'm with my boy, Kev. What's going on tonight? Feeling great. It's, that sounded so good with the new name. I'm, I'm liking our, our new brand name that we got going with the Built on Hustle. But everything's going great. Can't complain. Just sitting here um, watching this Rockets Golden State game. And today's been a great day, been a productive day. So I know we got a, a lot of great topics that we want to get into today well tonight i should say so looking forward to our conversation how you feeling bro oh yeah man i'm good man but i ain't gonna hold you up though i, I ain't liking the built on hustle man i love looking at the logo man it's, that, that boy kind of crispy man we i moving, know we moving it up like crispy. we moving up like the jeffersons man yeah we is no the logo is nice and that merch once we get it on our, our merch it's gonna be it's gonna be nice so oh yeah, oh, yeah we're gonna set it off for sure man it's gonna be on and popping with that for sure but yeah, sure. but yeah, man, I want to talk about man what's going on with the NFL today, man. Roger Goodell <clears throat> pretty much came out and said uh, he's pretty much gonna punish people who's taking the kneel mm-hmm. for all the players, man, and he's gonna find the teams for that. So, man, I just want to know, man, which, how you feel about that? I, in my honest, honest opinion, you know, I totally disagree with it. You know, I think that you know all players should have freedom of speech and they should be able to express themselves express themselves in various ways and i i think that you know i listened to a comment that Doug Baldwin had emphasized on sports sports center and he just was went into how he feels that this shows the disconnect between the players and the owners and even the commissioner and how they're not really invested into um, the views of, you know, their athletes that work for them, you know, the NFL players that work for them, they really don't care about, you know, their views on um, in America. And I think that it has to change. I mean, you know, you know, I'm so glad that Colin Kaepernick, you know, has has stood stood strong and stood tall on his stance on how he on what he feels as far as about the injustices um, with African-Americans. But I think that you know it has to be a, a a better a better way to go about you know the players and and how they can protest. You know I think that you know what's going to create some confusion is you know does this mean that okay if a player comes out to the field and he has his fist up but he's still standing for the national anthem but let's say he has his fist up um, would that count as you know a fine because you're not. I don't know. You're not respecting the the flag or whatever. So it's a lot of questions that need to be um, explained on exactly how you would be fine. I don't know if it's exactly if you don't stand up um, for the. I know they said if you stay in the locker room, it'd be fine. But I just think, man, like it's it's going back to that 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 slavery mentality where you know the owners want to control. You know what I'm saying? They workers and. It's just not fair. I feel like anybody should be able to express themselves and, you know, they're finding ways to get away from the real issue. The real issue is the the social problems and the injustices that African-Americans are experiencing. I think that, you know, this doesn't have anything to do with us respecting the flag. They they want to try to twist the story. You know what I'm saying? It's really about we're, we're like being creating by saying that the flag doesn't represent what it says in the song. So I don't know how you feel about it, you know, Keith, but that's just in my honest opinion. You know, I think a lot of times they try to twist the story around. Um, So that's how I feel, you know, about it. But I think that it has to be better. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? 
it, it has to be a better. I policy. definitely agree with you on that, man. Uh, as far as we definitely you said about they all they trying to flip it and say it's all about oh we disrespecting the flag. We said it millions of times we're not disrespecting the flag. We gave reasons on why they or why they these players are doing it, but they Kisani was oh you got disrespecting our flag. Like I said, we're not. They know it. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, a lot of the white owners they want to try to go back to the slavery and they want to take all the power over. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really crazy how how I was going on. But I did like when you said about the fist. I wouldn't be surprised somebody throw the fist up and they find you just for that. So they're gonna find any anything little thing that we do. They're gonna try to pick it at it and they're gonna try to find you for anything. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if players still need and they take the fine. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them still do it, but <clears throat> but I did want to point out one thing I read today that was I really, you know, was very you know happy and it was good to see this. You know that we do have it's one particular NFL owner that really came out and said a great statement in response to the NFL um, changing um, this uh, national anthem policy. I just wanted to read this real quick. So the chairman and CEO, uh, Christopher Johnson of the New York Jets, he basically said, you know, I plan to sit in the very near term with, with Coach Bowles and our players to discuss today's decision regarding national anthem. As I have in the past, I will support our players whenever we land as a team. Our focus is not on imposing any club rules, fines, or restrictions. Instead, we will continue to work closely with our players to constructively advance social justice issues that are important to us. I remain extremely proud of how we demonstrated unity last season, as well as our players' commitment to strengthening our communities. And it just shows that, you know, there are some owners that care and they do want to stand behind their players, but... You know, I think, you know, a, a lot of this can be coming from the administrative offices that, that work with Roger Goodell. Maybe they feel some type of way, but it's kind of like it's I don't know how it is as far as half and half with which owners agree with this and who don't. But it's good to see that one owner is, is really taking a stance on standing behind his players. So I just thought that was that was great that he came out and said that and he's a white owner, too. So we needed that. As far as just saying that, you know, they don't, he doesn't necessarily agree with what they're doing. Right. So I thought that was pretty, pretty good to see. Yeah, man, I definitely, I, I really like that, man. That's for sure. Shout out to, shout out to for that, man. That, that was pretty huge, man. Like I said, hopefully, man, yeah. I feel like, hopefully, man, things will change, man. Sometimes I feel like it just never, it just never would change, man. I, I don't know. It's really, it's crazy. It really is, man. But why don't we all get together, everybody unite? And I look at it like, up oh, the white man comes in, steps in, and powers it all down. Yeah, and it's, you know, I think too, you know, a lot of these owners in the NFL, like, you know, they 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 following behind. I mean, they you know agreeing, you know, with Trump's Trump stance on how he felt about the national anthem, and they really trying to. You know, when Trump came out and said what he said about the national anthem, like, it created a stir, you know, where the owners, you know, probably, you know, they they, they weren't about their bottom line. You know what I'm saying? They not really worrying about the concern of African-Americans. I'm just going to call it what it is. Like, they really focus on the financial aspects of, you know, how, you know, the, the players are going against, you know, the national anthem, how that can affect, like, you know, the – 
you know, their overall bottom line. So I just think that, you know, it's it's got to be Malcolm X couldn't have said it any better. Like, you know, a, a man who stands for nothing will fall for anything. And I think that's a lot of what we're seeing, um, you know, with the NFL as far as with these owners. Like, they're just falling for anything. They're not standing for nothing. And it has to be more leadership like the Jets owner displayed today. Right. So. Man, I guess I tell people, man, one day we're going to get it, man. Things are going to change. I feel like my mind, mm-hmm. before I, this is my last thing about it, I feel like, wow, Roger Cadell's in this office, it probably won't change. But that's all, that's, that's all I got to say really? about that, man. As long as he's in that office, it ain't going to change. So, oh, well, man. That's true. But, uh, but yeah, that's man, I want to talk to you about moving on to the NBA side of things now. I talked about man, what happened yesterday with the Milwaukee uh, uh, player, Milwaukee Bucks player of him. Yeah. And tased by police where guy was had both his hands cuffed behind his back, still got tased, got dropped to the ground, man. It's really a disturbing video, man. This is like wow, it's so like wow, it's happening to NBA players. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like wow, so it can happen to really anybody if it can happen to an NBA player. For real. For real. Like I mean, this is another conversation that we're we're talking about injustices with African Americans. I mean you know, it's a lot going on. I mean, this has been going on for years, but I'm I'm just I'm tired of seeing the same stories. Like, and it's it's disturbing and it's it's sad. Like, like they from from what I've read with Sterling Brown, like he had a parking violation, I guess, in January, but it was a situation where he was parked in a handicapped spot and an officer is just questioning him, just really messing with him. And he from the video it doesn't look like he's not armed with anything. He's he's not being resistant. But you know, there's one part in the video where the officer is telling him like, "Don't come to, don't come uh, close to me" or something. Just really being very combative with Sterling Brown and almost trying to create a reaction. And you know, he didn't do anything I've seen in the video, and they just put him in cuffs. And then they said that they even stunned him with a taser gun. So that makes it even more alarming. And, you know, it's just sad, man. And it it doesn't seem like they're not, they have to be held more accountable. I mean, I don't even know if the officer has had any repercussions from the situation. So, you know, it's, it's disappointing. You know, I'm just tired of seeing it. And it makes me nervous as a black man. You know, if you see this happening to an NBA player, you know, it's all, I you know, I can only imagine what could happen if I get pulled over by the police, you know, cause you never know what can happen. Yep. And it's just, we live in, we live in some, in some tough times, you know, as far as, you know, just with, you know, between just African Americans and, and Caucasians, especially with the police, you know what I mean? It's, it's, we really in, in some troubling times and, you know, all you can do is pray, and hope that the situation that God will be able to create some better solutions for more officers being held accountable for their actions. Yeah, definitely, man. That's why I said I pray that I don't. If I like, thank God, I barely get pulled over, man. Because like I said, you never know. You can be. I look at you can be cooperative with the police, but they'll still find a way to try to exactly. try to make some way for them to do something to you, man. Like I said, I got to a lot of people, man. It's been said, man. A lot of these cops, man, they a lot of them are Ku Klux Klan's, man. They just behind bad, they just behind badges. A lot of them are. 
For real. A lot of, no, that's real. That's real. A lot of them are. I said, that's, that's just scary. You never know which one you can run into, bro. You never know. Because a lot of them are, are out there. A lot. I mean, it is a lot. thing, man. So it's just like, what could you possibly do, man? You know what I'm saying? What could you do, man? You just got to pray on it. Yeah, you do got to pray. I mean, it's crazy, though, because even the Milwaukee Police Department that released the video said he acted inappropriately. But what did y'all do to hold him accountable for his action? Like, it's the same old song that we keep going through each and every year. And, you know, I, I don't never like saying we living in the end of times. You know, I, I'm not that type of person. But, you know, it's just, I don't know what's got to continue to keep happening before, you know, all hell breaks. Right, you right. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, but, you know, it's it's not, this can't keep happening because it's not going to be good, you know, as far as for, it's going to be a riot or something. Like, I, I don't think this can keep happening and people just going to keep dealing with it. We're not going to keep dealing We're really with not, it. really not, man. We're really so, not, man. It's sad. It's really sad, bro, on this. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, man. But something crazy, man. That didn't bother me all day yeah. about this, about something else I want to talk about, man. The NBA, they finally came yeah. out with the, you know, the first all team, second and third all team, man, for the NBA. And uh, for mm-hmm. the first all team, of course, we're not surprised. LeBron James is back in it. Uh, James oh, yeah. Harden, uh, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, and the last guy, a guy I never expected. I don't think no one expected this. Damian Leonard is the first all team. Uh, what? I, yeah, bro, that that was a shocker to me. I was like, maybe this is fake news. Let me go on with ESPN, and it's real. Damian Leonard is first all team, man. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let you. I'm gonna give you your thoughts. I want to know how you feel about Damian Leonard, and do you think he deserves to be first all team this year? Well, the first thing I'm gonna say is Damian Leonard can finally. You know, now, I mean, for years, he constantly, you know, complained about, you know, he's not getting enough attention. He feels that he's being undervalued from people as far as being a top guard in the league. And I feel like he finally got what he's been, you know, been talking about every year. But I don't think he should have been first all NBA team. I mean, even though, I mean, he averaged 26, 6, and 4. You know, I see here that. He had the NBA's third highest free throw percentage, and he tied for six and three-pointers made with 227. But that doesn't even stand out to me compared to what Russell Westbrook did. Yeah. I mean, Russell averaged a triple-double. And, like, they even said that he finished with an NBA-high 25 triple-doubles and led the league in assists average for the first time. Like, what? Like, how does, how does, Damian, how does Damian Lillard – and overcome that. Like, I don't even understand it. it. It had to have been voting. He got more votes. But I don't agree with it. Now, everyone else, like Anthony Davis, KD, Brian, Harden, I agree with that. Like, that's that's um, that's fair. But um, when you talk about Damian Lillard, I probably would have switched that out with Russell, and that's how I would have rolled with it. But, you know, he finally got what he's been, you know, been complaining. Yeah, about, I said, yeah, so. said he finally got to complain about. But question: Do you think he really deserved to be first team? No, he didn't. He didn't. Not over Russell. Not over Russell. Okay, yeah, because because uh, me, man, I, and I saw this, bro. I was like, this is blasphemy. I mean, they're wrong. <laughs> Damian Leonard's a good player. He's a top in this league right now. He's like a, he's a top eight point guard in the game. But 
Mm-hmm. Like I said, he had a good season. Twenty, like you said, twenty six and whatever. He had twenty six. You talking about yeah, yeah. Lillard? Yeah, he had twenty six, six and four. Yeah, just twenty six, six. That's not bad. That's pretty. That is pretty good. That's, I'm gonna hold you. That is good. But he he didn't wow us this year. He didn't he he didn't do anything amazing this year. I mean, he didn't say, okay, mm-hmm. this dude, they man, he, he, they got swept in the first and then you round. got swept in the first round. But you know, so I look at it as always over Westbrook. I mean, the dude averaged another triple double back to back. I mean, back. with the group back he had from last year, the group he had this year, he still did it. Didn't lose a beat. I mean, I'm like, come on, like how? I'm confused. I need to find out like how Westbrook didn't get it. Okay, say Westbrook didn't. Get, okay, say okay, Westbrook didn't get it. I I would take Victor Oladipo over that. Oh, Victor Oladipo, he shocked the world this year. He wowed the world this year in the NBA. He did. I mean, he did. Like, look what he did, bro. He took a team to the playoffs and nobody expect. Took LeBron to seven. No one expect. They were mm-hmm. played like a superstar this year. Mm-hmm. I think, he, and I they and did. I believe Victor Oladipo will win Most Improved this year, no doubt about it. But like I said, there's no way. I don't believe Damian Lillard should have got over those two. Giannis. He had an MVP season at the beginning of the year. Giannis had he got over Giannis. Steph Curry, there's no way. There's yeah. no way. Nah, but Steph didn't play for. I mean, he was kind of injury. Yeah, he know. missed with it. I think it's twenty. Them injuries kind of held him. I mean, he probably should have got second all team, but I can see why he got third all team. He ain't really. Yeah, been, but injuries kind of held. Yeah, him. Yeah, I know, but he only. But he only missed what I know. Like we out for that knee injury, but that was towards the end of the year. I was like, what. But he still averaged 26, 6, and 5. So that's actually better. That's what I'm saying. But when Steph Curry missed, it was really towards the end of the year. I mean, he missed what, those, those yeah. what, two weeks, three weeks he was out? I think it was like two weeks. I don't think it was three. But yeah, it was like two You know weeks, what I'm saying? Like, like, really over that? Like, I don't know how that even happened. Because this year, no, I don't think no one even noticed Damian Litter this year, to be honest. Like, he didn't wow me this year. Yeah. He didn't, what did what he do in Princeton? I mean, 26, 6, whatever, that's, that's good. But I agree. I don't think he should be in it. Steph Curry with third, there's no way. I don't know how Steph Curry got third, but um, that's crazy. It, it, it's, it's crazy, man. How the, how the NBA, how they vote on a lot of things, but I just don't agree with it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but a couple people, I actually, uh, I was, I was kind of shocked that some of these lists they made. Like I was surprised Jimmy Butler and Paul George because I feel like they both had a down year and they both made third all team. Like that really shocked me. Well, you said you think they I had think a Paul down George, year? Jimmy Butler had a down year. Like, you didn't see the dominated Paul George. Yeah, you didn't yeah, see the dominated true. Jimmy Butler when he was with the Bulls. But they made third all-team, which I was very shocked that they both made it. So That's true. That's I don't true. I mean, yeah, they didn't have – I'm looking at their numbers. They really didn't have a spectacular Yeah, DeRozan – DeRozan, yeah. I see DeRozan made two second all-team with John B. They both – that was about right. So mm-hmm. – yeah, he had a pretty, pretty good yeah, year. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. And I mean, Giannis, Lamarcus Aldridge, you know, I could see them being second all team. I really didn't watch Aldridge that that much mm-hmm. this year, but it, it does show here. You know, he had, you know, over, you know, at least twenty one games where he had at least twenty and ten. So he he delivered, you know, as far as on the um just with his with with his performances in certain games, but. It could definitely be Yeah, better. definitely. It, it could definitely be better. Hey, but it's something I've been wanting to ask you all day, man. I saw it on Stephen A. Smith page today. I don't know if you've seen it. And you can go look at it. I watched it. I watched it today. But yeah, the picture ahead. he posted on his profile page, 
and it says, I think LeBron James should be in L.A. next season. And he posts that with a LeBron James jersey. How do you feel about that? You think LeBron should go to the Lakers next year? What? He, he posted on this page. On, he posted on his page that. on Instagram today. That. Yeah, I missed that. I didn't see that. That's crazy. I mean, no. Nah, I, I don't want to see him in L.A. Like, listen, you either stay in Cleveland and you continue, you continue to the legacy – or you stay in the East and you go to Philly. Like, I don't want him in the West because I agree with you. I think if he go to the West, like, he's going to go through a lot of problems. Like, it, it needs to be, you know, he stays in the East. You know, if he does go to the West, I'm saying the Rockies. He, one of the – one of the um, you know how on first take they have the, little, the people on there that, you know, that kind of say they takes or whatever. And I didn't know that – there hasn't been an NBA player that has won a championship in both both conferences. That's true. So if he was if he was to go to the Rockets and he ended up winning, that would be pretty amazing to see. But the only thing is, I don't want to see him bouncing from team to team. I just don't think great players do that. They don't need to go to talent. They attract talent to them. So I don't want to see him in LA. I know you would love. I mean, you're not a LeBron fan, so I I'm not. Know yeah, I'm not a LeBron fan, but at that point, I take it, man, because I'm a Laker fan, man. So it's like you got you got to accept it. Me and he on our team, so it's like I, I, I'll accept it. So it's like I, I would cheer for him because he on my Laker team. So I mean, it's like I cannot root for him he on my team because he hit a game win with Lakers. I'm gonna be geeked about it because, like I said, I'm a two Lakers <laughs> fan, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, whoever on our team, then it's like it is what it is. I'm with it, but. I wouldn't be. I I can see him going there because I think at this point, I, I think at this point for LeBron, it's more than just basketball. At this point, I think it's more on the future and the business standpoint because a lot of people say is there's movies in Hollywood, it's bigger things he can do outside of basketball. And I feel like how smart LeBron is, he's going. He's got to think more outside of basketball because I know LeBron. He wants to be on that Kobe level, as in where Kobe got nominated for stuff. He can want to out for the first. Yeah. Oscar, whoever thought an NBA player win an Oscar? Yeah, you know no, but that 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 basketball yeah, film, he you know what I'm saying? Was it was legit. That was amazing. And LeBron is sponsored by Warner Brothers, and LeBron is like to be big time. If you want to be do all the big things he want to do, it's all in LA. And like I said, LeBron just bought a second yeah. house in LA. They caught him way back early in the season looking for schools for his kids. So I look at it as I think at some point he looking. Something more further than basketball when it's when it's said and done over with. Because think about it, yeah, got true. at least five years left, so it's like you got to think a bigger picture. You got to think bigger markets. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff. Now, it wouldn't be a better place to be in LA. I guarantee LeBron's in life changed a whole lot more if you go to LA and stay in Cleveland. Because, but I I don't really feel like he going to a lot of. I mean, it's some talent in LA, but. I mean, the only way he goes there is Paul George. Oh, goes. Man, it's a, guarantee, bro, it's a guarantee going. There's no doubt in my mind, Paul George. There's no doubt. He's there, bro. We're we going to see. We, we got a summer. We got a summer to see how this going to go. We you think summer. after him getting beat by the Jazz in the first round that he's going to come? Oh, no. He's not staying at Oklahoma <laughs> City. <laughs> but I don't know where I don't know where he's going to go. That's what I'm saying. I don't I, know. It's going to be. It's got to be L.A. He said it plenty of times that he wants to go. He said his home. He wants to play. The Lakers could have got him last year, but they said they wanted to wait it out because I feel like they knew that he was going to come here because they didn't want to mess up that pick. And so Lakers, they were smart with it. They got a lot of cap room. There's a lot of one-year players. 
a lot of cat room, bro. There's nobody on that team really getting paid big bucks. So, that is so they got enough to get two max deals, two max. So, Paul George will be one. I'm assuming LeBron will probably take a pay cut. I mean, I would hope so. If LeBron, yeah, LeBron, I mean, he did it with Miami. I'm pretty sure he would. And Paul, they get Paul George the max. They're going to get somebody else because that means that's another max deal that's still available. And like people say, it can lead to Boogie Cousins or they, or yeah, they, they sometimes yeah. will have a trade with Kawhi, but Popovich is smart. I don't think he would trade Kawhi to Lakers and make the Lakers even better. But the Lakers, with that, yeah. they can do something with that. And then on top of that, next year, the Lakers, have, they would have still more money and they can go out and get a Clay Thompson who will get that max deal because Clay going to be a free agent next year. And you think the Warriors can afford him? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like the Lakers, maybe. think about it. The Lakers are only 12 games in the playoffs. Not the playoffs, only 12. And out of those games, the Lakers lost a lot of close games this year. They just didn't know how to finish turn. And then you add Paul George LeBron, that's the extra, in my book, that's the extra 20 wins. Oh, yeah. For if sure. I said, think about it, sure. they were only left four games out. And a lot of games this year, they lost close games because they didn't know how to finish games. That's because they're young. But add LeBron and Paul George, mm-hmm. that's the extra 20 wins. And, and how the record and how the East the West was, that could easily put them at the third or fourth seed, Kev. Easy. I mean, it could. It could. It's just, you know, I, I got to really I gotta really think LeBron – you know, I really think that only Brown will go if if Paul George comes, and if there's gonna be some some talent that he gonna come into, that's the only way he'll go. But we'll have to see how the summer the summer plays out. But you're right though. I mean, they're not they're not, I get what you're saying. They're not too far from being a playoff team. So why wouldn't he want to go to a team that if he goes with another superstar, they're automatically a, a tighter you feel me? Like I said, it's, 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 it's a good chance, man, a lot of this. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I agree. So, man, it's going it's gonna to be agree. interesting, bro, within the next two years. It's going to be a good The time. next two years, period, it's going to be interesting. Because a lot cause yeah, more free agencies going down next year. It's a, more after this year. Because, like I said, Clay going to be a big free agent. It's going to be big. Next year for sure. Yeah, he is. He is. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good free agency in the next couple years. So it's gonna be interesting, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna wrap it up, man. It's been a good. It's no been problem. a good conversation, man. Uh, it was. I was gonna say, man. I appreciate y'all out there listening, man. To the build. Everything. Tell them to subscribe. Tell them our, our information on how they can contact us and hey, man, you, what they can subscribe, our platforms and everything we got out. Oh, yeah, man. For everybody. Uh, follow us on the Instagram and at uh, Built on Hustle. You can got a YouTube channel. Check us out mm-hmm. on there, man. It's, it's second second interview will be dropping tomorrow, too, on our YouTube channel. The second interview we got with uh, another uh, college basketball well. This is our first college basketball player interview with Timothy Williams. So we're gonna be uploading that on the YouTube channel tomorrow. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Check out check that out. For sure. And then I just wanted to say my, my social media, y'all can reach, you know, me, clutch underscore Kev. Um 
Also, you know, subscribe to our, our Apple podcast, uh, Built on Hustle, and we also on here as well. Um, we were working on the merch. That should be coming soon, so stay tuned with that. And, uh, Keith, did you want to tell them your social? Oh, yeah. How they can... Oh, yeah, man. You can go ahead and follow me on Instagram, that underscore boy underscore Dino, D-E-N-O. Cool. Well, we appreciate y'all tuning in tonight, and uh, we'll talk with y'all soon. Oh, yeah. We out.